Hello and welcome to Bought at a Price podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Our mission is to take you on a redemptive journey towards understanding the way that God views your body, your lifestyle, and your role in His kingdom. We are committed to bringing you solid biblical wisdom combined with practical science-backed lifestyle tips and information to help you care for yourself spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. Thank you for joining us. Hello, friends. So, Today, as I record this, the world is trembling in fear. Maybe you're trembling in fear because of the coronavirus. Many schools have been shut down, and depending on where you live, large gatherings of people have been banned. Where I live, schools are shut down, churches have been closed, and gatherings over the size of 50 have been banned. These are difficult times that are swirling around us, and maybe you're finding yourself wondering how to understand and trust God's plan in this. If so, today, would you open to Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6 with me and study what it means to trust in the Lord? Because, dear friends, Remember, if you are a child of God, if you're a Christian, you and I, we can trust in the Lord with all our heart. No matter what's happening and what is going on around us, we can trust in the Lord. Why? Because our God is the same today as he was yesterday. And guess what? I really think that God knew we would need to be reminded to trust him because the phrase trust in the Lord, it's in the Bible at least 19 times, depending on which version or translation you look like. Look at God knows about the difficult times we will all endure. And dear friend, God knew today would happen. So whatever your this is whether your this is the coronavirus, children not able to go to school, lack of work, and wondering how you're going to pay the bills and buy groceries when your food runs out, we still have to remember to trust in the Lord. Our God promises that He will provide our every need. So what does the Bible say about trusting God? Let's unpack that a little bit. Me, I know that I know that I know I'm supposed to trust God. I understand why I'm supposed to trust Him, know I'm supposed to trust Him, and still, sometimes it's hard to trust God. Maybe you're nodding your head in agreement. Maybe you're wondering how you're supposed to trust God when fill in the blank happens. I get it. I've been walking with the Lord for over 25 years, and despite many, many lessons that have taught me to trust God in difficult times, it can still be really hard to trust God. 
You see, trusting the Lord, it goes beyond trusting that he's with us or that he'll use the hard circumstances that we're faced with. When we trust in the Lord, we need to also trust his plan and will for our lives. Let's turn to Proverbs chapter 3 and begin our study. But before we begin studying, I want to forewarn you, I'm a big fan of definitions. And we're going to use the original Hebrew to help us understand how to trust God and his plans for our lives. The reason that I do this is because To me, it adds depth and clarity to the Bible verses that you're reading. So, we're going to explore the meaning behind Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Let's open God's Word. Proverbs 3, verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. I love unpacking the meanings of the different Hebrew words, and since I don't speak Hebrew, I rely on my trusty old Strong's Concordance and Interlinear Bible. An Interlinear Bible is one that shows you the original Hebrew or Greek, and then the English word right below it. In this verse, trust is is an imperative verb, and imperative verbs are commands or orders that then make the sentence imperative. So, that makes this verse a command or an order. Our trust in God and not ourselves is critical. That's why it's a command. And much as much as we think that we know what's best for us, We don't. And God knows this. The phrase with all in this verse means everything, totality, or the whole. And the next phrase, your heart, includes our mind, our will, our emotions, and our thoughts. Basically everything that makes us us. So the first half of this verse literally means we're to trust the Lord with absolutely everything. Our thoughts, emotions, and mind should all uniformly trust in the Lord. If our words proclaim resolute trust in the Lord, our emotions and secret thoughts should be in agreement. Um, anyone else struggle with that? making sure that your emotions and your secret thoughts actually are in agreement with what your words proclaim, that can be hard sometimes. If I'm honest with myself, I truly do trust in the Lord and my words convey this. But when I take a deep, deep look into the recesses of my heart and mind, I can sometimes find a sliver of hesitancy still exists. What about you? Right now, are you trusting the Lord with every last part of you? In times like these, it can be hard to trust the Lord. But dear friend, trust in the Lord is what the world needs to see. It's what your children, your neighbors, and your co-workers need to see. Lord God, 
Thank you for your grace, your mercy, and your patience with us. Teach us to trust you in these difficult times. Empower us to put all our trust in you, despite what's happening around us, Lord. So answer these questions. How has God taught you to trust him? What are you currently struggling to trust God with? And I'm going to have a link to a PDF with these questions and these verses on it so that you can answer these questions in writing if you want to. The second half of Proverbs 3 contrasts the first half and tells us who not to trust in. And if we're honest with ourselves, trusting in, quote, self comes naturally and gets us in a lot of trouble. And it's been that way forever. Adam and Eve's first mistake, the mistake that got them kicked out of the garden, was trusting in self and not God. You can read more about that or listen to that episode at the link in the show notes. But back to Proverbs 3, 5's meaning. The Hebrew meaning of the words in the second half of this verse convey that we should never, ever support ourselves with our own judgment or authority. Notice the word support, kind of like how you use a chair to support you when you're sitting. We shouldn't rely only on the chair. The chair is relying on the floor, and the floor is relying on our foundation. And so our judgment and authority should not be supported on itself. It's supposed to be supported by the Lord. And when we trust the Lord with all we are, it doesn't leave any room for trusting ourselves alone. And this, my dear friend, this is a really good thing. When I look at the full Hebrew meaning of words, I like to write out my own translation for the passage. And my translation for the meaning of Proverbs 3.5 is, don't think twice about it. Trust God and trust Him confidently and boldly with everything that makes you, you, determinedly move towards a full, all-encompassing trust in God. But your own discernment and understanding don't trust or support yourself only with it. Instead, base your understanding and discernment on God. So let's continue to Proverbs 3, 6 to learn what trusting the Lord can lead to. But first, I got a couple more questions for you. In what ways do you depend on your own understanding or, or trust yourself? Why? What would it look like to trust God with these things. All right. Proverbs 3 6 reads, In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Little rabbit trail. One of my favorite words in the Bible is the word all. Because when it used, it means absolutely everything. You know, when I'm struggling to know what to do, these verses that we're studying today are usually the verses that I find myself praying because I find the truths in them so reassuring. And today, with uncertainties of full unfolding all around us, 
we need to set our focus on trusting in the Lord. The meaning of the Hebrew words in Proverbs 3, 6 shows us the following. It shows us that we need to acknowledge God so that we can be absolutely certain we're walking the path that God has for us. Current events will be forever marred by decisions made by people who didn't acknowledge God and instead depended on their own understanding. We'll probably see evidences of that after the coronavirus has cleared and we're back to our new normals again. But we as Christians need to acknowledge that our trust is in God and God alone. We need to humble ourselves before God and ask Him to make straight our paths. Our co-workers, neighbors, family, and friends, they need to see us resolutely trusting God. So when you unpack the meaning of each word in Proverbs 3.6, my translation reads, With everything you are and anything your course of life brings, learn to know God. As you travel life's journey, learn to recognize God's will. Because then God will lead you on a straight, smooth, and level path. He really, really will. Trust Him. Know that as you travel the path called life, God will lead you along and you'll know he approves of where you're going and what's happening. Trust him. Trust him. Dear woman of God, will you trust God with every cell in your body? Will you acknowledge God and learn to know and recognize him? Because dear friend, we need to know the path God wants us to walk. This thing called life will get more difficult as Jesus' return draws closer. We need to trust in the Lord and walk the path he's leading us down. Even today, as fear of the coronavirus swirls around us, we need to know the path God wants us to walk. Will you trust God completely? Take a moment and write down what that looks like for you. And then write a prayer to God in response. Our trust in the Lord goes beyond knowing the meaning of Proverbs 3, though. Situations like what we're facing with the coronavirus are going to occur. But there's other reasons why it's important to trust God. And one of those reasons is because you and I, Christians, we're God's image bearers. We're his children. And it's because of these things that God will continue to mold us into his image. Sin marred God's image, but as we mature and follow God to shape and allow God to shape us, he uses every moment of our lives to shape us to better reflect him. And part of being God's image bearer involves allowing him to shape us to trust him. God walked the Israelites through the wilderness so that they would learn to trust in him and him alone. Each time they feared for their lives because of enemy attack or lack of food, God provided and Israel learned to trust. If you would like to learn more about Israel's journey, there's going to be some links in the show notes to some of Sarah's podcast episodes that walk you through Israel's journey. 
For me, learning to trust God came through a life of difficult situations. Yet no matter how hard those circumstances were, God faithfully led me through them. And with each new difficulty, my trust in God grew stronger and stronger. Dear friend, will you trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding? Will you acknowledge God in all your ways so that he can make your paths straight? If you're struggling to trust God right now, ask him to help you learn to trust him as he graciously guides you. We serve a merciful, loving God who knows our weaknesses and he wants to help us. Right now, the people you're in contact with, they need to see you trusting the Lord with all your heart. And if you'd like somebody to pray with, you can reach us in the show notes at where it says you can contact us. There's a link there. We would be more than happy to talk with you and to pray with you. Just because many of us are socially isolated doesn't mean we can't connect remotely. So how can you use the internet to share your hope and trust in the Lord? Until next time, remember, friends, the Lord is my strength and my shield. In him, my heart trusts and I am helped. My heart exults and with my song, I give thanks to him. Psalms 28, 7. So over the next few weeks, we're going to be focusing on trusting the Lord. So stay tuned. We love you, friends. God bless.